0: Welcome to The Grounded Catholic, the podcast of Catholic Who's at the University of Virginia. I am Father Joseph Anthony Kress. On today's episode, we have part two of our interview with Bill Dunahy of the Theology of the Body Institute in Philadelphia. Bill was in Charlottesville back in the spring of 2019 for some talks and lectures here at the university. And at that time, Corinne and I grabbed some microphones and recorded this interview. Part one is episode two of our podcast. And in the second part of the interview, um, we talk about the the waiting for the greater things that the Lord has in store for us, um, desiring those things and the patience that it takes to to go for that. We also have some uh, much delayed introductions to ourselves, as well as uh, some other discussions of you know the evangelization techniques and desires that the Lord has for each of us. So enjoy part two of our interview with Bill Dunny. Or in your presentation that we had earlier tonight um, about us being that uh, pilgrim people right? The, this, this people in motion in so much um, moving towards that finality of being with um, or, I mean our terminal destination is our origin which is the heart of the father mm-hmm. right but so much of what we do nowadays actually just wants us to stay back Mm. wants to kind of um, paralyze and stop our movements and that we stop looking towards the horizon, towards our goal, and we end up just looking down, looking at screens, looking at all these things. Mm. Um, what is it that's going to help us break out of that yeah. kind of very stationary, static, um, even stagnant, like, place? Yeah. Because it seems like a lot of, um, you know, enter- our entertainment and everything keeps us insular. You know, with Netflix now, we don't have to go out to the movie theater. We don't have to make an event we of these binge things. We watch, right? We yeah. We spend days and days and days I mean, The thing I always love and people are like, you know, oh, I just vegged out. And it's like, you became a vegetable? <laughs> like, you you skipped the entire animal kingdom and right. went from being a human to a vegetable. <laughs> right. Like, that's not a good thing that's here. That's subhuman, right? That's yeah. Below like, your like even so far below your nature, it's, you know, you're just now vegetation. Anyway, um but like there's so much that um everything on demand everything that is working is basically helping us to be stationary
1: yeah i well i think that's the great deception i mean this is where the evil one loves to mess around right he's he knows the good he knows that the lord made these things to be sacramental stepping stones to him but they're so wildly beautiful that they can be distractions rather than the attractions we talked about that tonight so the, the trick of the evil one is to, like, don't wait for what's to come, which he's saying is going to be better. Just take this now, because look how good this is. It's this immediate gratification. It's this take this little fragment now. I mean, with original sin, everything's splintered and broken, right? So we have, it's like this great mosaic that's now been broken into bits. And, like, I have this little bit. And it's beautiful. It's not the whole, but, but I have it right now in my hand. Whereas the invitation is to like, wait, like step back, see the bigger picture. Don't, don't try to cling to this. Now there's actually something more that's fuller that makes more sense if you step back. And, uh, but it's hard to trust that, you know, cause, cause these goods right now seem so good and they seem like they will complete me, but everybody knows they don't really complete. Like they just, it's the, it's like Chinese food, right? It's a quick fix. And then half an hour later you're hungry again. Mm-hmm. Right. So, the you know, the church has this idea of like prayer and fasting which is opening up the ache and the yawn for God. We're not saying these things are bad, we're saying like we're saying they're pointing to something even fuller. So there's a great there's a great uh philosopher, Stanislav Griegel, he was a friend of John Paul II's for many years, he taught at um JP Two Institute in DC. Griegel. Don't yeah. Out, yeah. yeah, I think so blank Stanislav on that one. Griegel. Yeah. he uh he talks about the whole created world as a torrent of beauty that flows over us and we're we're tempted sometimes to want to like grab the piece but what happens if the, if you do that you <laughs> you're taken out but it's more like we're salmon swimming upstream like we let this torrent of beauty flow over us and head for the source uh this goes back to Eden right take this fruit now that it's good it's desirous for eating okay wait though there's something more and i i you know mercy on all of us cuz we're made for the beautiful It's just the trust that um, this isn't my end.
2: I'm on this journey. Right. It reminds me um, of this really profound moment with a student when I was a focus missionary. And I mean, you've been to Ave Maria, so you know the sunsets out by the canal. Um, And there was one day I would would Hmm. look out. I was living in the dorms and I would look out if there was a really beautiful sunset. And you would just see the canal lined with people on their phones. And I was basic that one day. And I went out with my phone. I was like, oh, I'm going to get this one. And I, I see somebody that I recognize. And I go and stand up next to her. I didn't even realize, like, why I gravitated to standing next to her. Because there were a bunch of other people I knew. Um, and I realized, like, she's the one person that does not have a phone. And as I'm standing there with my phone in front of my face, looking at it through my screen, um, she's like, I mean, this is this is just beautiful, isn't it? It's breathtaking. And I was like, yeah, it is. And and. um,
1: But it's so small. Yeah.
2: Well, and and she was saying she was like, you know what? I it's so funny to come out here and look at everybody who's looking at. This beautiful image through their phone, and oh. here I am doing the same thing. I'm like, yeah, it's really sad, isn't it? Ouch. And uh, so I, I put my phone out. She's like, I I used to take pictures all the time, and I realized like no picture is ever going to actually, um, no matter h- how high quality or whatever, it's never going to fully grasp the way that the light was hitting that cloud or that exact shade of pink and the way that it faded into this orange or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But she's like, you know, the one thing I will always remember is the way it made me feel. And that kind of
1: <laughs> we'll wake up call there. really,
2: really struck my heart. And I was like, you know what? There are a lot of moments that I've missed because wow. I was trying to capture it and not, sit in it and let the beauty wash over me mm. I wanted to take a piece of it with me yeah. and since then I've definitely not been taking pictures wow. Wow. which I kind of regret now I'm looking through my phone I'm like oh I want to you know sh- <laughs> here mom see this thing oh we'll wait <laughs> <laughs>
1: see you
0: then, your man. Instagram account's been a little dry since then hasn't it
2: I I think I've had four posts in the past like oh, year and a half God. Wow. um <laughs> I'm not
1: gonna follow you I'm sorry
2: yeah sorry, it's not that exciting <laughs> you can see college here. but in
1: heaven we're gonna see all these things in your heart reflected in your memories
2: exactly did you've um, read the the great divorce right yes yes Lewis. Yeah, and how he talks about like the artist in who gets mm. off the bus and is encountering like the angel and he's kind of looking for a place to showcase his art. Um, as he's journeying towards heaven and like the, the angel or the, the person coming to him from heaven is just laughing at him. Like art is supposed to point to heaven when you're there, (laughs) everybody's seeing it right? and they're going to see a much better representation, but you might see things differently than the way you do. So you can tell us about it and like, it will have a place, but like your artist's heart will never die and it has a place, but it's, it's a means to an end. Like it's a tool.
1: That's the thing means to an end right and anything else becomes like uh, a kind of form of idolatry right mm-hmm. in a certain sense and that's what we're su- we're invited to surrender over like just keep handing it over um because his way's always better his face is always better yeah yeah it's it's definitely challenging to do that to make that leap because you have to it's a it's a blind leap right to trust that um there's more here and you know c.s lewis again has that I- idea of uh you know, we're like little kids in an alley making mud pies yes. when the Lord's inviting us to a vacation at the sea, <laughs> but I haven't seen that, but I have this mud pie right here. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you could let go for a moment, and that goes back to the topic of tonight, like experience the ache, just, you don't have to fill it all the time with anything. You Sometimes if you just sit there, something something else will come, something else will open up and it'll it's almost always better.
2: Right. It's, I, I had a friend who entered religious life and she, we would write letters back and forth. And I was always, I was kind of writing to her kind of questioning, like, how could you have made this, you know, what is it like you made this huge decision? You stepped out in faith. Um, like, do you miss, do you miss things? Like she was an avid horse, horseback rider. Um, there Mm. are all these things that I saw that were like restricting her. And she's like, Corinne, what I've realized and letting go of some of these things is that I have desires that run much deeper wow. than that. And I'm realizing them here and mm. kind of stepping back from all of these things that filled my life. I can see those, like the deeper channels of my heart and where they go. Wow. And I, I was like, well, sign me up. That sounds great. <laughs> I'd love to <laughs> do that. But it, there's also, there's an analogy that was I think they used it like focus training and apparently there's some like tribe, um, out in the Amazon and there's this monkey that they hunt and it has this certain like seed or this fruit that it loves. And they can always like, if they can, um, get a few of those, then they're able to like trap them. But what they do is really unique. They drill a hole in it in like a coconut or some kind of, um, Yeah. Container. And it's big enough for the seed to go in um, and it's big enough for the monkey to put its hand in. But when it grabs the seed and makes a fist, it can't get it out. Mm. And they're able like these monkeys will allow themselves to be caught because they will not let go of the fruit um, or the seed to get their hand out. And I, I know, I, I see myself as the monkey all the time. Like the Lord's like, Corinne, you are, you are struggling. Like you need to let go. And yeah,
1: that's awesome. There's a painting by Michael D O'Brien. He's a great, he's a Canadian Catholic author, art, self-taught artist, Michael D O'Brien, this picture of Jesus on the cross. And it's just, it's close cropped. You just see Jesus in this sort of icon stylistic way. And he's tilting his head. You see next to him, two hands also nailed to the crosses It's the two thieves, mm-hmm. but you only see their hands, right? So he, you see the one hand, like, like a fist clenched and the other hand is open. And Jesus is turning his gaze towards the open hand. It's so profound. Cause it's like, okay, I can't, I'm not going to force you to open your hand to receive my mercy. Right. But the good thief who says like, you know, I, I'm so sorry. I Forgive me. Let me be with you in your kingdom. Okay, I can work with you cuz you're open. Yeah. You're ready to surrender and ready to say I can't fix myself. I don't have all the answers. I'm being naked and vulnerable and that's when boom, he'll come.
0: I've been um I've been reading Henry Nowen's, uh reflection on the return of the prodigal son, um which is just a beautiful book and um so profound, but he he's talking about the younger son when he makes that return, right? And how when he realizes um, you know that the servants in his father's house are being treated they live better than what he is in this foreign land you know mm-hmm. that it was the realization that he had dignity to lose um, that brought him back you know when he realized that he had lost dignity which meant he had dignity to lose mm-hmm. that he realized his own identity and it was the and and now does such a beautiful job in this but he says it's in the accepting of his sonship that that he's returned into the father's family that's awesome he's it's that acceptance of the sonship that puts him and and propels him to drop everything with urgency run repeat that uh and rehearse the speech that monologue he's going to give his father when he gets there (laughs) but it was that acceptance of the fact that he had lost dignity which was given to him in the first place wow. as a gift. Wow. Right. And thus, when he realized that it propelled him back into the father's arms mm. and that's what it was. Yeah. And it's, um, it's just so important. Uh, it's
1: essential. Yeah. It's literally the foundation for any human life. That's going to be whole slash holy, whole <laughs> to be holy is to be whole, right. It's to, to be integrated and we're gonna launch down a whole another avenue yeah, now. On that that's one. <laughs> it, though. Like that's it to be whole, which means back to the whole point. I didn't make myself. I'm not th- my own god, which was the devil's trick from the beginning. You'll be like gods. No, it's humility. It's son. I'm a son. I'm a daughter. I'm beloved. Um, you were sharing about the father's house retreats, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. If you miss that point, your life is defined by your frenetic activity, your accomplishments, what you can achieve, your skill set. How exhausting is that <laughs> yeah. when the better part is, well, there's Martha and Mary, right? The better part is to be, is to drink in, to, to to be present. And that defines me, his love for me defines me. Man, when I realize that truth, and I'm constantly realizing that truth, um, the burden that falls off your shoulders, like, oh man, thank you, Lord. I don't have yeah. to do anything except give you my own weakness, my sins, my inadequacies. I think that's one of the best lines from the diary of St. Faustina (laughs) among like 6,000 great lines. But the idea of just taking all of our crap and throwing it on the altar that he'll burn it up. And then Jesus saying to her, tell aching mankind, right? Talk about the ache to snuggle close to my sacred heart. Like Jesus said, snuggle,
2: (laughs) That's my favorite. It's the best. I, I
1: yes. I looked up the Polish. It's tulich. I think tulich means like snuggle. snuggle. It, Jesus wants to snuggle with us. That's the best thing ever. Uh. That's the greatest news <laughs> in the universe. That you know, come uh. close that close. But how?
0: Now I I had this great experience with uh, a friend's. Two month old recently, that I, I was holding him and he just slept on my chest, mm. and then he just like became this little snuggle bunny you know, the entire <laughs> time. But like, think of that like as as a father holding that child that all all the child wants to do is snuggle. There nothing there's nothing more, more exciting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you there's know? nothing more to do. Yeah, like and, like and you don't want anything else. You don't you want that moment to just stay. Right. You don't want the child to be doing anything else except nuzzling. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like at, at that moment and it's so beautiful but like that's his desire for us yes and that's that, what he means when yeah. he says you must become like children like trust yeah. me right. snuggle into my sacred heart Gosh, we're wasting
1: it's, so much time we're working so hard trying to prove ourselves which is a ridiculous waste of time when uh, john paul has a great insight here the entire mission of the church is to enable man and woman to enter into the communion that exists between the father and the son So the entire evangelization effort of the church is to get us to snuggle with the father (laughs)
2: Mm
1: -hmm. enter into communion with the father and the son. But we're so based on our, on this activity, this work, this success, I think, you know, getting to heaven, it's going to be so gratuitous and free. We're going to be like, I, I, I," you know, I don't know what we're going to do with it. Like we're not going to be able to sit still and actually receive it. We have to start now. And I think that's what beauty, what we're talking about here is, is letting beauty just be given to you it's free
0: i mean these are the lyrics from the john bellion song stupid deep that we were just listening to in the car is like what if the love that i always longed for was stupid cheap (laughs) like what i've always worked for why do i always am struggling after trying to uh you know by my merits create this love but like it's 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 freely given right and and you know this this heart longs for a love that is is so su- stupid deep in a real sense that like you just can't get away from it. It's a great it's a great title for a song.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the other alternative is actually heretical, isn't that like I, I've heard that? Yeah, Pelagianism yeah. or mm-hmm. Albigensian is like I I got this yeah. I can do it myself.
0: Pelagianism is like yeah. you know we we rise up we pick ourselves up from our bootstraps we right. save ourselves right. Which, again, no. ridiculous. No bueno. No cool <laughs> this man. first
1: podcast episode, by the way, is brought to you by Russell's um, Kentucky Street Bourbon. I'm just going to pour it on Yeah, it's
0: very good. It it's really very good. good. Mm-hmm. Is that 10, 12 years? Something like that? Something like that, 10 years. Delicious years. By the way, know. should
1: we introduce ourselves, or is that irrelevant at this point? Um, I,
0: well, I think it, well, we should do it at some point, so that okay. now seems like a good point. Okay.
1: So, I'm Bill Donahue from the Theology of the Body Institute, but mainly I'm a husband, father, Lord of the Rings nerd, mm. and... Sampler of various whiskeys, mm. mm. among other many things.
2: <laughs> there you go. Um, I am Corinne Riley. I'm the campus minister for Um And let's see, what do I do? I clean up Father's messes. And, no, not uh, what do you do?
1: Who are you? And you're being. <laughs> Who am it's not about I? what you can do. I Corinne. know,
2: I know. Um, <laughs> goodness.
1: <laughs> you're a bloke. We'll come daughter. back to you. Yeah. yeah we've all got work to do all of us
0: <laughs> i'm father joseph anthony kress i'm a dominican friar um, priest of jesus christ chaplain here at the university of virginia um man lover of music uh, that's i mean i hope everybody's picked up that's what kicked off this entire conversation it's just the connections of oh you have to hear this song you know that artist too so um just the beauty of music um the stars and everything in life yeah Pretty much,
1: so Bill, Corinne, and Father Crest just just drawn together by beauty, talking about what we love, what we're passionate about, and wanting to share that. And this forms community. We talked about this Polish word tonight in the, mm. the reflect. We did a reflection here on campus. I mean, the grounds.
0: The grounds, yes, the grounds of the University yes. of Virginia, of course. <laughs> that
1: you know, John Paul II saw the splintering of humanity, like people starting to fall into this isolation. So he called on us to make. So, little nests or cultures and what do you do there but you share what you love so it just flowed very naturally tonight it was so much fun and now we're just leading it into the, the podcast
0: well thank you for joining us and listening to this episode of the Grounded Catholic like I said uh, in the introduction, this is part two of our interview with Bill Donahue Part one is episode two of the podcast, and part three is still yet to come, so be on the lookout for that. Please give us a like and subscribe and follow and share this podcast and share this episode with those that you think would enjoy it. We are found on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify, as well as on our website, catholichwhos.org slash podcast. That's Catholic H O O S dot org slash podcast. Thank you very much, and God bless.